Warning! Beyond this point, mascots and members of the mascot community will be getting unsuited. This is the Unsuited Interviews. Hello, I'm Matt, and welcome to the Unsuited Interviews. On the phone, I've got George Brown, old friend of the show. George, how's it going? Going great. How we uh, how we doing on your side? Man, I am doing great, George. Uh, I guess the first question, to keep it right, George, are you ready to get unsuited? Always, always. All right, man. So tell us about retirement. Retirement is uh, is different, but it's uh, it's good. It's got it's uh, very positive, uh, but at the same time, it's very strange. For uh, those that don't know George or have followed us, I mean, George, you were one of our first interviews way back like four years ago when we started this crazy show. Um, what did you retire from? Uh, I retired from being Stormy for the Carolina Hurricanes. All right. And even before Stormy, you have quite the history of uh, performance. Yeah. Um, prior to uh, Stormy, I was with the Harlem Globetrotters for a bit, um, and I you know, did some minor league baseball stuff uh, over the years, so... Uh, Long, long mascot career. And now you uh, kind of hung up the uh, the oversized shoes, shall we say. And uh, what kind of job do you do now? I have a very, very normal 8 to 5 job uh, working in finance, customer service for finance. Ooh, that sounds, <laughs> um, sounds awful. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not being a mascot. It's very different, but it's, it's, it's stable, so you know it's good. Now, do you find that the people that you're working around that are getting to know you that now know your background want to ask you about mascot stuff all the time? Well, you know, uh, it's really funny. So my uh, my direct boss is a season ticket holder for the Hurricanes. Uh, another person in my department is a season ticket holder. So uh, it's funny, you know, when I was actually interviewing, I was trying to kind of not go in full mascot mode, you know, try not to come off as, you know, a clown, you know, if you will. Yeah. Um, not knowing that, you know, one of the people, you know, in the interview knew exactly what my job was and things like that. Um, so uh, the more I've been going, the more people, you know, around my job know it's uh, lots and lots and lots of questions about it. But, uh, you know, it's all in good fun, so it's okay. I'm sure you've gotten the question, what do you think about Gritty? You know, um, it's one of the uh, one of the best uh, one of the best things that I've seen uh, how it was kind of done. Um, you know, seeing a character that initially everybody just completely hated. You know, ripped it apart. You know, it looks crazy, this and that. And then seeing you know the home team fans sit there and go, "Hold on, well, well, we can talk about it, but nobody else like that's our mascot. You can't talk about our mascot." And it's become this huge thing. Um, if I was still in the NHL, it would be, uh, really hard to compete with that this year. I mean, it's, uh, Gritty's, Gritty's done a lot, um, and, you know, not even a full season, um, and the exposure's just, you know, amazing. So, uh, you know, you can't really hate, uh, something that's just so great out the box, uh, after being so bad to begin with. And I think you hit the nail on the head, and I think I, I, I've said it before on the show is, like the fan base almost did a 180. They're like, wait a minute, we're allowed to hate this now. You can't. And now, since everybody else hates it, we're going to love it. Just, oh, yeah. you know, just in spite of you all. And I think that's kind of where Grady, uh, where Grady kind of blew up from is that his people, the, the people of Philadelphia and the fans, which are notorious for just hating on things. Oh, yeah. Um, they came to his defense. I mean, Philly and mascots is, uh, 
there's a it's typically not even a love hate relationship. It's typically a hate you know hate relationship for mascots there, uh, and. And to see, you know, the hockey fans seriously just get behind something new that, again, they just, they came out of, you know, they came out of the gate hating this thing, but they united around it, you know, of, hey, this is ours. Like, we can sit there and talk about this, but no, no, you you don't get, that's that's our mascot. You don't mess with our mascot. If anybody talks junk, that's our mascot. You got to deal with us. It's amazing. It's, it's like the, the best, like, marketing thing they could have done is making it, you know, something that everybody thought was terrible and then turned around. It's like, no, that's, that's our mascot. He's great stands for us yeah and, uh, since you know your background how many years did you spend with uh carolina 13 so 13 seasons did you ever have kind of a, a the, did you ever feel the love of the crowd like that um not that fast um you know i had some great times and i mean um my first season was our stanley cup year so i mean um that's a great it, way it to hard. start it was really awesome start uh but i mean when when you're in that position um you're in a position where everybody loves you. Everybody loves everything about the team. You know, every event you go to, it's amazing. But, um, you know, at the same time, I wasn't, you know, on uh, on TV all the time, you know, national TV and this and that and getting the uh, national press that Gritty does. So, I mean, it's, it's hard for any character, you know, old or new to get that much press out the gate and just get that much love. Now... Are you are you going to games? Are you kind of? I know when I retired, I kind of just kind of went hermit for a while, where I just I avoided as much mascot stuff as I could, just so I didn't like have those weird feelings. Like you know what, maybe I do want to come back out of retirement. I didn't want to have that. Are you kind of feeling same things? Yeah, um, it was it was really strange for me. Um, so I think I you know I've made a comment on on one of your posts before. Um, the strangest thing for me was I never went to a Hurricanes game that I didn't work um, until after I retired. Um, and, you know, I've got a three-year-old kid now, and, you know, she grew up with the Hurricanes. It was a normal thing. She was at games all the time. Um, when she goes to the arena now, she's still, like, a bigger draw for fans and, and staff than I am, um, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, she's a superstar. Um but uh, my wife wanted to go to one of the preseason games, and we did that. Um, and I honestly avoided Stormy like the plague. Uh, nothing against Stormy and the new performer. Um, I'm cool with the new performer. Um, but it's just one of those weird things of, you know, even though I, you know, gave it up myself, you know, even though it was a personal decision, it's still strange. Um, so let's see. I've been, I went to a preseason game. And I think I've now been to two regular season games. Um, and I think I'm going to one coming up. But uh, the last game that I was at was, I believe, last month. And I finally um, actually took a picture with Stormy. Uh, the first time I've ever done that. Um, kind of just because I'm getting to the point where it's normal. And, you know, I'm, I don't want to say accepting it, but it just doesn't feel strange. Um but um, I think the next game we're going to is actually this upcoming Saturday. It's the mascot day. So, um, you know, good thing for my kid to go and see all the mascots because she loves mascots because she grew up with one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hopefully I'll get to see, you know, some of the uh, some of the guys who I haven't seen and really heard from in a bit since I've been out of the loop. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, I think, uh, like like you said, you know, when you when it's your decision, see, I think when it's, when it's not your decision, it's easy to get angry. But when it's your own decision, you're like, you know what? It's almost like that uh, 
that ex-girlfriend thing. It's like you break up with them. Now somebody else dating them and you get jealous about it. It's like, wait a minute, that shouldn't make sense. You know, yeah. and I, I think I, I said I've 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 been in the same boat um, with Ozzy and everything. But when you were wrapping it up, were you did you know when your last appearance? Did you know that was it? I did. Um, I mean, and really, last season at the end of the year, um, the past couple of years, you know, at the end of the year, I, I've kind of seen it kind of coming to an end. Um, but you know, my wife, myself and I, we, uh, we took a picture on the ice after the last game. Um, I didn't have anything lined up, you know, job wise or anything like that. Um, but it was one of those, you know, we kind of had the idea that it was going to be it. Um, and I mean, I put my two weeks in, I did all that stuff, you know, all the normal stuff you do for jobs. And the last day, um, the last day that of my two weeks, I had, you know, a couple of video shoots or like a couple of appearances and things like that. And I filled in for a couple events before, um, you know, the new person came in for the position. So I definitely knew uh, when the end of it was for me. So it was kind of, uh, it was one of those just weird feelings of just knowing that it was done. Um, but at the same time, you know, again, I got to understand, you know, going into it, that that was going to be it for me. So it was, uh, it was strange, but it was, you know, kind of comforting at the same time. But it's it's a new beginning. I mean, it's it's something new for you after. I mean, life after Stormy. Now you get to be, you know, George Brown. You know, you get to be you. And you know, could, have you thought about like with your new job or in any other fashion, like somehow bringing mascotting into it? Uh, not really. <laughs> to tell you the truth, um, you know, just uh, personally, like I mean, like there's, you know. Uh, there's things that I could do mascot wise. There's things that I've been asked to do mascot wise. Uh, but again, kind of like we were talking about, you know, time, I've got way more time on my hands. Now I've got a three-year-old, I've got, you know, my wife here that, you know, we get to spend more time together. And for the last four ish years, I've still been bartending on the side, even when I was mascotting too. So, I've got enough going on now that, you know, it's either I'm at my, you know, eight to five job, you know, I bartend a couple of days a week, but you know, outside of that, I'm home. And, um, I mean, I'm back in school now too, so I'm doing online classes. So I've got enough stuff going on that, you know, uh, I've, I've let my mascot run, uh, come to an end, I believe. Okay. And, and I was going to ask you, you know, what, what was it? I mean, there wasn't any, you didn't have any injuries or anything. I mean, it was just a timing thing. You know, it was, uh, it was, a whole lot. Um, you know, I put a whole lot into that job for, for a long time. There's some things I was happy with. There's some things I was unhappy with, you know, I won't get too deep into all that, but, um, at the, at the end of it, I knew that, you know, uh, it, it's very rare that anybody gets to mascot for their whole professional career. Um, so, I mean, I, I started planning on, you know, getting out, um, I think I got out a little faster than I really thought I was going to. Um, but, you know, no injuries, no nothing like that. Um, it was for me, I, I found a position that I felt comfortable moving into. And that was one of the bigger things. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to just leave mascotting and have a job that I thought I was going to hate every day. Um, so when the right position came in and, and I actually got the position, that's when I, you know, I made the decision. So it was hard, but again, you know, it was easier because I liked what I was going into. 
All right. So that's we've taken up all the all the time we need on sad things. You know, retirement's <laughs> retirement's never fun to talk about, right? You know, no, not that. But um, so this whole you and I doing this little interview kind of sprung up because you mentioned something, and and I first of all, if I love topics, I love anybody who jumps on and go, hey, I got a topic for you, because if you notice, nine times out of ten, we'll use it because it's obviously it's a topic that's out there, and you brought up something about stalkers. Yeah, and um, uh, John knows a few things about some stalker things. I had she wasn't a stalker, but she was overly friendly from the the on the comments side. I guess she, like the met the mm-hmm. the direct messaging and everything. Like she kind of thought of whoever this Ozzy character was was something more awesome than it really was. Um, yep. And it was kind of weird because he fe- almost felt bad for the girl. I'm like, this girl doesn't stand a chance in the world. Um, so you, you mentioned stalker. Let's let's tell me the story. So, you know, it, it, it's funny that uh, I'll give you the story and then I'll I'll give you what makes it even weirder. So, um, <laughs> oh, it's one of those. Oh my goodness. So I am uh, I'm sitting at my now current job. So my current job. Um, this is the day that I sent you that message show it was last week, maybe midweek. And, um, I get a phone call and, you know, I answer the phone how I typically do. And the person goes, is this George Brown? I said, speaking because you know, <laughs> the polite way customer service and somebody knows my name. Cool. And they said, Hey, um, you know, my friend such and such. And as soon as he said this other, it's a performer's name. Um, as soon as he said that, I knew exactly who it was. And I said, person who will not go named, what do you want? And he said, well, I'm just trying to blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm at my job. What do you want from me? Well, I just wanted to see, you know, I know you left the hurricanes thing, but I wanted to see if you still send autographed photos out to fans. Wow. This is that this is at my new job. <laughs> this is somebody who um and And this is somebody I, you know you already knew. I knew of. Uh and, and the interesting thing is, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that person listens uh to this podcast. Sweet. Um but um it was someone that I've never personally talked to, but we've had issues, especially in the NHL, uh with this person. Okay. Um there's a particular mascot who's the closest one to where he lives that um, this person has waited outside of their appearance vehicle to try to talk to this person. Um, now, all of us, I'm going to just real quick yep. though. What's uh, you would have more. I've never had an appearance vehicle. I've never been that big budget. Um, mm-hmm. What's, what's your take on that? Obviously I'm not kids will wait out there. You know, they're curious. What's, what do you hand? How do you handle that? Well, with this person, um, it was a little different because he was already known. So this, this person's known to the NHL security and not just like arena security. He's actually known to the NHL security. Wow. Um, because he's literally reached out so many times to so many different NHL guys. Um, that's the reason that, I mean, he called me at my new job. Like I have no personal connection to him. Um, but he can call me by name and he could track me down at my new job. 
So um, as far as the appearance vehicle thing, when, when people did that, you know, a whole lot of times I say, oh, you know, Stormy's in the back. I'm actually just the driver, you know, um, and a whole lot of people really, that was all they needed to hear. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just the guy who gets to drive him, you know, he gets to sit in the back and watch TV and I get to drive him from place to place. Kids, adults, you know, if adults didn't believe it, they, you know, they at least acted like they did. Uh, a whole lot of times kids believed it. Um, but yeah, this, uh, this person, um, was, has, has been very extreme, like down to sending letters, um, to family members of other mascots, uh, in the NHL, because none of us would reach out, reach back out to him. He would send letters to other people in the family. Really? Yes. Holy hell. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, that, that's why like when this happened to me, I'm like, You've got to be kidding me. So stalker is really what I thought we were just using a generic. No, this is an actual stalker. Oh, legitimately. Wow. Um, now, do you know if it's just the NHL, if it's all leagues? So the character that he mentioned is a, um, is a baseball guy. Okay. Um, and he's, he's been around for a bit. Um, and he's one of my buddies. Um, but he's big on the NHL guys. He's very, very big uh, NHL mascot fan. Okay. Um, don't believe he ever tries to contact any NFL guys. I don't know anything about, you know, basketball, but I'm a hundred percent sure, um, that, that he's, he's reached out to a whole bunch of NHL guys again. And if it comes down to it, you know, family or this or that, I mean, do you think it's more in the lines of, um, I guess, curiosity, somebody who's just, you know, that is, you know, harmless, more of a pest, or do you think it's somebody who's going to want you to put the lotion on the skin? You know, that's, that's the issue is if you, if you take it as harmless and it's not, you know, like, yeah, you only get one, you get one shot. Exactly. You know, (laughs) like, and the fact that he's reached out to like family members of people, like that takes at least a bit of research. You know, it's not hard to figure out, you know, my phone number at my new job, but at the same time, like, you had to figure out the phone number at my new job, and you don't have me on Facebook, you don't have me on LinkedIn, like, you had to somehow just sit there and go, you know what, I want to see if I can find this guy and see if he can send me an autograph. And your last name's not, I mean, like, my last name, there's not many of us. I mean, your last name is Brown. It's Brown. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a lot of people to weed through. You know, I mean, and the thing is, you know, if, if you know where I work, it's you you can find me. But yeah. I just I don't know who really sits there and says, you know what, I'm just going to find his phone number and see if he can send me a picture. Man. Did you <laughs> did you send a picture? I uh, I did not. Because uh, those have return addresses. Don't do that. <laughs> well, you know, I just so the only other time that I actually had somewhat direct contact was when I was still with the Hurricanes. He, he called and left a voicemail. Um, but at that point I actually had his phone number posted in my office, um, so that I knew if he would call. Okay. That makes sense. Kind of a caller yep. ID just to remind yourself. Yep. Um, and it, but it was the strangest thing. Like it legitimately caught me so off guard, uh, just because it's like, I know exactly who this is and it's, it's the first time I've actually like spoken to him. So I think that made it even more weird. Like, you know, I've got like, you know, messages on Facebook, you know, on, on Stormy's thing, you know, granted I don't have that anymore, obviously, but you know, like I got 
you know, contact, but I never had like contact contact where it's like, I am talking to you right now. <laughs> yeah. And that's weird. Sometimes you can hear though, like, and there's been people that I've spoken to or have been like on Facebook and everything, but then you hear them speak and you're like, Oh, okay. I get it. Uh, um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, that's, just, that's strange. I mean, how long, how many years was this going on? Um, it, it's, I mean, it's been, I'd say at least four to five. Whoa. Um, so, and, and like the weird thing is like, nobody really knew of them at first. And then it's kind of like, we all started getting like the weird messages and started getting weird messages. And then they, you know, kept kind of getting weirder and weirder. And then somebody actually looked at his Facebook page and he's got pictures from one of the all-star games where he's got like a whole bunch of pictures of the NHL mascots. Like he was at one of the all-star games. Um, so I think that made it weirder cause it's like, Oh, like we've, we've come in contact with this guy and, and now he is like randomly like sending stuff to, you know, people's families. And like, he, he sent like a package to one of the guys out in California at one point, um, you know, at their job, you know, that he wanted to make sure that we all got like, it was just, it was over the top weird, you know, like there's, there's weird stuff. And then there's like, you've tracked me down. You yeah, know, yeah. There's there's fanboying, <laughs> and then there is there's this little strange, and by little strange, I mean a lot strange. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, besides that, I mean this this person seems to be the extreme. I mean, has there been any other like you know smaller, lighter cases of this for you? Oh yeah. Um. I mean, like, I think, and I think this person's one of the other people who've done this too, but. You know, I used to always get messages about, hey, you know, again, just to Stormy's Facebook or, you know, Twitter, depending on the time. Um, hey, you know, uh, there's this furry convention I'm going to, you know, if you want to go, I'd pay for this, you know, I'd pay for the hotel and this. And I'm like, sorry, I don't do the furry convention thing. But like, I used to get those a lot, like way more than I would have ever thought. Like, you know, you get the first one, you're like, okay, whatever. But I got those like way more than I ever ever anticipated that i'd be getting them um and you know i'm not a person who will sit there and say you know furries are bad furries are this and that but you know in the professional mascot world it's something that i clearly avoided um well yeah because it's two different worlds and i mean like you know like i I got you know people i know who do like larping and stuff like that um i wanted to make sure that you know there's of course what people see on like the random TV shows that have, you know, stuff about furries every now and then. And I know that not every furry is like that, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody's like that. Um, but it, it's kind of like there had to be a clear, clear separation that, you know, this is what I do as a job. Um, and then, you know, if it's, if it's not work, I'm not doing it. Um, just because, you know, you have to make sure that even though it might not seem um that anything you know can be said you know nothing can be said because you know i'm a professional as opposed to you know what you might envision this could be so yeah i think on this podcast you know with everything you know i think tips learning um points of learning should be part of it and i think so i think you seem to have this down as far as how to avoid the stalk or how to avoid that overly friendly i guess advance what would you say are some things to like some ground rules or some things that the younger guys and girls learning uh, should probably pay attention to? I mean, definitely the, the first thing is you'll, you'll get 
you know, harmless people who reach out to you um, and you'll get, you know, I'm not saying, I guess harmless might not be the word harmful. I don't think is the word I want to use, but you know, you get your harmless people who just want to sit there and say, Hey, this and that. And then you get other people who want to be more in depth and, and truly want to feel like they know you personally. Um, I think the biggest thing is being open to talking to people at first, but understanding that, you know, you have to kind of figure out where to draw the line and understand where you either need to not respond, you know, say, Hey, you know, uh, no, thank you. You know, whatever the situation is, um, for me, um, it honestly got to the point where I started having to block people. You know, I, I would sit there and reach out in a nice way, or if I needed to, I'd reach out, you know, in a, a like an official capacity and say, Hey, you know, I'm the, Hey, this is, you know, the mascot coordinator for the hurricanes. Hey, you know, just so you know, um, Stormy's not interested in this, you know, yada, 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 you know, please refrain from X, Y, Z. Um, you kind of have to know at some point to keep yourself safe. You know, not everybody who sends you a message is, is, you know, again, I'm not saying threat, but you know, not everybody who does it is, is bad. And, and the majority of people are just, you know, big fans who, Literally just want to want you to send a message back, you know, saying hi. Um, I did it all the time. You know, hey, how's it going? You know, you see somebody's birthday on Twitter. If you, you comment, you know, they, they lose their mind because it's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And as it should be. Um, but at the same time, it's it's that making sure to. You, you kind of start getting a, a feeling in your stomach of this is there's a little bit off. There's something just off with this. And it's trusting yourself when you get that feeling of there's something off about this conversation um, is, is you got to just trust your gut. Um, and it doesn't make your character look bad if you, uh, if you, you know, aren't just, you know, completely chipper and nice with everybody, you know, sitting there going, Hey, you know, no, thank you. Hey, you know, uh, I can't have this conversation. It's not a rude thing. You know, you, you also have to protect that character. Uh, screenshots are, are easy to do. And, and one, you know, one wrong thing that you type can get you in trouble or, you know, can get you seen in a bad light. So um, sometimes it's better just not to respond if need be. Um, it, it, but it's again, trusting that gut of sitting there going, you know, there's something off about this conversation. I just gotta get out of here. Yeah, you, uh, you you mentioned it, and I was about to say the same thing. You know, at some point, you know, you just have to know that whatever you type is going to get screenshotted or screenshot shot. What would it be? Screen grabbed? And, uh, yeah, screen grabbed, and it'll be taken out of context because they'll only put your bad part, not everything that led up to it. Yep. And then it'll be seen, and of course, you know, national media likes to pick up because the mascots are kind of pseudo-celebrities. Yep. And other team representation, you know, repre- representatives. Wow. Um, yeah. So you got to be real careful about that because, you know, we, we, I talked with Kelly about this. We talked to other guys about this, that everything now is on camera. Everything is, you know, recorded. It seems you can't get away with anything, even if you're trying to be slick. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Um, so besides all the stalker issues you seem to have, um, <laughs> in your mascot days, what, what would be a good, you know, what would be kind of your, um, your way of prepping for a game. Say you have a seven o'clock game. What would go into that game? Um, I mean, for me, it was, um, you know, by the end, I was doing a whole lot of seat visits and things like that. So, you know, making sure I had 
costume stuff ready. You know, if I had seat visits, making sure I had gifts ready and I had to send in birthday messages for the video board. So, I mean, all that kind of random clerical stuff. Um, but outside of that, you know, my biggest thing was kind of as weird as it sounds, the, uh, the older I got, I just kind of wanted to be in the right mindset for it. Um, I can honestly say that I was a natural mascot. It wasn't something I felt like I had to like study or this and that, you know, like I had to work on, but at the same time I had to be in the right mindset. Um, you know, as a husband, as a father, this and that, you know, days can wear you down in this and that. So there's a whole lot to be said about, you know, being ready for the game, being, you know, being excited for it. Um, it's, it's a fun job. And there were days that, you know, it, it wasn't as easy, but at the same time, actually remembering how much fun you actually have and, and that you're getting paid for that um, is a big thing to, to kind of motivate you through the day and, and to kind of psych you up for the game. Um, as, as game time, you know, got closer, I love to listen to music, you know, upbeat music, you know, whatever genre that would be. Yeah. Do you have like um, a favorite song? You know, I, I don't. Um, favorite band, crazy, anything, anything that like you could always, you know, you in a pinch, you could go to and go, now it's go time. You know, to tell you the truth, I had more songs that I listened to um, after wins than I did uh, before. Like, you know, so I had my handler in my locker room and stuff like that. And, and we would just go through just random stuff. Uh, I mean, we were big on hip hop in there. But I mean, we could go from like hip hop to like Darius Rucker in a heartbeat. So, I mean, it was, it was like the craziest locker room because i mean there there was no rhyme or reason to what we listened to um we just we just like to have fun you know just it, it was again preparing for the game mentally you know was, was also just having fun and getting in that fun mindset now were you a guy that kind of kept an eye on your fitness like stretched and ate the right things and drank the right things you know or were you just kind of like just just being george you know um i'd like to say that i did but um I've actually, the strangest thing is I'm, I'm actually cutting weight right now. I'm actually uh, lighter now than when I stopped. Um, and it's, it's, it's strange because, of course, it's, it's like my, I mascot it so long that my body just got used to it. Um, so it wouldn't even like, I didn't cut weight really during the summer anymore. Like I still had, and maybe I'll just blame it on becoming a dad, you know? I got my dad bod. <laughs> say yeah, the dad bod. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, like I can honestly say like I didn't do water, you know, a whole lot before, but I'm, I'm so different because I mean, I started mascotting when I was 14. Um, you know, I stopped, let's see, I'm 35 now. So I guess I stopped when I was 35. So I did it so long that I think my body just got used to it. And, you know, I didn't have to do the hydration as much as, you know, some people would and this or that, but I'd like to say I was, I was better when I was younger because I think I had to be. Um, but I think my character work also kind of evolved the older I got, like I used to jump over rails and do all this crazy stuff that would kill my knees now. Um, so I think, you know, I just, as I evolved body wise, I evolved mascot wise. (laughs) All right. I'm going to put you on a random spot here. Let's do it. All right. You got to give me your top five. They don't have to be in any particular order, but I want to hear your top five NHL mascots. Top five as far as what? Uh, we'll go with just overall, we'll just say overall performance or just, you know, I mean, there's certain guys that have been around forever and they're kind of boring. And then there's yep. other people that are like Chris Farley and they're all over the place, but they're not going to last. So I'm just looking for five people 
or five uh we'll do five characters that you're just like you know you know are just rock solid if you had to pick a, a a top five team to go to war and being a mascot was how you won who would you go with yep. all right so uh one of my one of my good buddies really really good performer louie from uh, st louis um He's one of those guys that I could be in, in costume and be laughing at. Uh, like he made me laugh in costume. And there are times where I would like at all-star games, I would be watching him and just like not doing anything. I could have been like a random fan because I was watching him and laughing. <laughs> um, just naturally good. And just like suit and personality just on point. So always made me laugh. Uh, let's see here. <sighs> God. Yuppie, Yuppie, another okay. one. Um, and Yuppie just, I mean, out of the just French-Canadian, like, <laughs> Yuppie goodness, um, both in and out of costume, um, hilarious, um, and just super French-Canadian, so it made it even better. And just, you know, cool mascot all around uh, as far as, you know, the history with it. Oh, yeah, former Expos mascot. Oh yeah, you know, I, like I love that they, you know, there's a lot of mascots that have gone away that I'm like, oh come on, somebody could have like adopted the the poor character. Oh yeah. So we got Louie, we got Yuppie. I got two. Let's see here. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, with one because there's one thing that I love to see this mascot do. So we're gonna go with um, Howler. Okay. Howler. Um, Howler is a just really awesome drummer. And Howler, I've so many times just seen him like hop on stage for like random stuff where there's a drum set and just rock it out. Like full costume, rocking a drum set like nobody's business. Okay. See, uh, Howler to me doesn't even show up on my radar just because he's from a, you know, a a team that probably could have gone under any past 10 years. Yeah. And it's, you know, so far on the West coast, obviously we don't get much on the East coast here. So I'm, I'm glad you've gotten to work with them. So I, uh, you know, and I take your word for it. Um, the howler's legit. No, no, no. Next one is, uh, I think one that's, that's really underrated and that's Nash. Okay. So, uh, Nash is the, the performer's been, you know, in the league, you know, before I was there, um, still there. Um, and again, just one of those, one of those people that just makes me laugh. Um, so Nashville and so many of the random funny things that he does, but also just like a creative genius. Um, not sure if you saw it. Uh, one of the funniest skits I've seen in the NHL, like ever, uh, this past, or, you know, this current season, this past season, this current season, um, he did a thing where they were acting like they were raising his banner. I a banner saw that. Oh my god, that, I laughed. I lost so my hard. mind. That's one of the few. <laughs> that's one of the few. And because NHL is not known for skits. Yeah. And it made me laugh, and I shared it on the Facebook page because it just—it's one of the first times. Like, I'm not a big Nash fan just because I'm, you know, the Predators and the Penguins kind of have some history. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, the fact that they raised the banner to the ceiling and it was what, like six, seven oh, inches? It was the tiniest little that, thing. Like, and it was hysterical the way they, they built it up. I laughed so hard at that one. 
Oh yeah, I was jealous. I'm like, I, that's. I, I'm not big on just flat out stealing um, skits and ideas, but yeah. if I was still mascot with Ozzy, that would have been done. On you know, I would have raised something that would have been funnier than hell. Oh yeah, if if I was still around, like I I would have waited like a couple of years, but I would have clearly stolen that skit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got four down. Who's your fifth? God, I gotta go five. Let's see five. And then you can have an honorable. I'll I'll let you have five and honorable mention. God, I gotta, I gotta think here. I'm gonna go to my kid's room. She's asleep right now. I gotta, gotta get my. Well, I mean, you mask. got your you got your West Coast. There's you know a few out there. You got Finn. You've got Bailey. You've got the the shark Sharky. Yeah, um, you know. Um, I the West Coast does nothing for me. Um. Um. You know, for a while there, when Bailey went up against uh, Gritty, and I was kind of like, oh, you know, like I'm East Coast, so <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's like '90s rappers. Um, but yeah, I mean, then you got you know, you got you got Iceberg, you got um, you got Gritty. Um, you know, I just uh, my problem is I can't go Gritty just because like I my Gritty stuff isn't like I don't, I don't personally have stuff where I'm like, oh no, I saw Gritty do this, and it just you know made me die laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh God! See if it was um, baseball, I would say Lucille. Lucille, uh, like I lost my mind when uh, it was in Tampa with you guys, and he came storming in. It was an appearance and everything, and you know, and everybody was kind of taking off the gear, and mm-hmm. he had on another mascot costume on underneath it <laughs> when he had that uh, back when the the Rays were doing those stupid superhero characters. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he had that, and I was lost my mind. That was the, one of the funniest things that he had a mask on inside his mask. I was like, "That's funny." You know, that's. that's I think John was like, there too. What? See, you know, all the good people. Yeah, it was great stuff, man. There, that was one of the funniest moments. Okay, so number five, we still don't have your fifth. No, yeah, I was, I was letting you talk so I could try to think about. It. I'm looking at my bobblehead. So I can just know. start naming <laughs> characters for you. I mean. Uh, um, Oh, no, 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 no. No. Lightning bug? Love him. Love him. He's Thund- one of the good Thunderbug. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at our, our mascot books that we left right now to see who I'm going to say here. Friends, the friends you want to make sure you don't like upset. Well, I mean, I love all the guys, you know? And that's cool. And that's something that you brought up too that, you know, when the whole stalker issue was that you guys all knew of it and you guys were helping each other out. Like, you know, the information was seemed to be flowing freely amongst everybody. Like, hey, this is going on. Keep an eye on it. Where, you know, I've been in locker rooms and things where everything's like hush hush. Everybody's worried about their own job. Oh, God, no. Yeah. We, and it seems like the NHL is one of those like just fraternities. Oh, yeah. We, we, uh, you know, it's a really good group. You know, it's funny. I say we, I'm not, you know, I'm not in there anymore, but, you know, I can still reach out to those guys. And there's got to be an alumni chapter. You know, not as much as you would think. And really, you know, since I've been in, there's, there's been a decent amount of turnover in the 13 years, but I mean, I've got pretty much all of my Facebook, but that's about it, you know? Oh, you know, now I know who I'm going to say. No, I know who I'm going to say. We're going to go with Carlton. Okay. Carlton from Toronto. I think another very underrated one, um, but every performer that I've known that's been Carlton, um, like it's one of those things that we all kind of laugh at Carlton because, you know, his suit and the way that all the performers pretty much do it is, it's, it's like Carlton, we say never, you'll never see him with both hands up. You know, if he waves with one hand, the other one's down. 
you know, and it's never anything just like overjoyed. But if you look at the character at the same time, he's he's not like overjoyed, like he's happy, but he's not like, you know, flipping out, you know, flipping out happy. He's really, you know, he's happy. But at the same time, it's like, you know, yeah, I'll wave at you. But my other hand's kind of down here. And if you look at every home game, every single home game, you will see at some point Carlton just sitting on the glass in an aisle, just watching the game like a regular fan. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one of those like so simple things, but it's like, it's what the character looks like he would do. He does seem, I don't want to say mopey, but just kind of like, yeah, I'm here at the hockey game. Cool. I like hockey. Yeah. Yeah, We'll go out for a few beers after this. I'm good. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, after in the morning we'll grab some Timbits, get a double double, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that's something that people, you know, I think new performers have trouble with is sometimes you have to let the character, like the look and everything, dictate the performance. Oh, it's, it's huge. And like wow. gr- like Gritty's look, you couldn't be like mopey and slow. You have to be over the top because the character looks over the top. But then you've got a ca- character like Carlton who's real basic. I mean, he's a polar bear. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not the Coca Cola bear, you know, where that thing's got a lot more animation to it. I mean, Carlton's just black eyes, a nose, yeah. and white fur. Yeah, he's just a chill looking bear. Yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going? I'm gonna give you a hug. Yeah, you want this hug? Come get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not coming to you. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, want to watch this hockey game? I'm sitting here. You can sit down. Can't drink because I'm working, but you know I'm gonna sit here and watch this game. Yeah, you want to share some of that popcorn you got? Hey, yeah, bring it over here. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, like like I said, Carlton, I, I forget about him because you know Toronto. It seems like some of the big teams don't really show off their mascot a whole lot because I mean we're talking about Toronto. You know, it's yeah. it's same. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, but yeah. Um, so five. Those are your five mascots. I got five in. Good. I like those. Um, I wanted to put you on the spot. I want to see if you're going to homer up and pick the guys you know you would probably meet the soonest i mean i'm not you know unfortunately i'm not going to see most of those guys if i ever see them again unfortunately but you know it's uh there should, love, love, obviously it'd be a rule that they should all have to travel like every mascot's got to come to you know every arena no f- share the love everybody's got to travel to each other's and fill in um i forgot there was a mascot i want to say in the nba years ago they got injured Yep, and then they had mascots were coming in and filling in. So even it was never like the visiting team's mascot, but it was another team from yep. the NBA. Um, where where'd that happen? Do you remember offhand? You know, I can't remember, but I do one hundred percent remember. I, I don't, and I think it might not have been injured. I think it might have been like some kind of disease he was, you know, he was dealing with. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, it, it might have been an injury, but yeah, I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I just remember about, that yeah. he the, the 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 normal mascot was unable to perform for some reason. And you're yeah. right, it might have been like a, a cancer scare or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but that that was cool. That's heartwarming when you see guys going, you know what? The fans are still gonna get a mascot. We're not gonna let them just replace, you know, put another body in the suit. Um yeah. that was my big thing with UNF. When I blew my um when I blew my knee you know, right at the beginning of the basketball season and I was going to have the surgery, I was like, listen, Bango got to blow his knee and then have a knee brace on. He got to keep doing it and everything. And they're like, there's no way we're going to allow a college mascot to have a knee brace walking around the the arena because we already get a lot of flack for how much our our players get injured. 
They're like, <laughs> you're going to go away. We're going to pay you for the your, the time you're not working. And when you're ready to come back, you can come back. Oh, well, I mean, at least you got paid, right? Yeah, I came back a hell of a lot sooner than I was supposed to. I, my doctor never cleared me. I was I was on the court and I was just praying that I didn't get blind and like somebody didn't bump into me or something. I was really cautious. I had the oh, yeah. I had that mega like Dan Marino knee brace on, um, yeah. just to pretend. I still do it because I I blew the I, I about blew the other knee. I got a stress fracture goofing around yeah. mascotting. Mascotting is going to be the death of me because I'm never going to officially. I think retire, retire. I'm always going to find some way to get in a suit, and I think you're going to be the same way. You're going to nope. you're going to get a call. They're like, "Hey, we need a fill in, or we need this, or hey, my new job's thinking about adding a mascot," and you're going to be like, "Oh, I, I I can do that." I'm not saying that it's happened a couple times, but yeah, it's happened a couple times. Because I mean, it's 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 a cool point of contact. Now, something that I ran into when when I retired, I keep saying retire because I kind of never. I mean. From the more, you know, the daily run of it. Not like now I'm getting more sporadic, but it becomes part of your identity. Like that's what people like at parties want to talk about. They know you as the mascot, you know? Um, I mean, now, now what, I mean, what are you finding that when people talk to you, they're like, Oh, huh. They just want to like, kind of like what I'm doing to you right now. Kind of talk about old stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's still the, uh, the biggest thing that I get. Um, you know, I, it's almost a full season, you know, has passed since I stopped, but it's, it's still the large thing that everybody loves talking to me about is, is being a mascot. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's almost like refreshing for people not to. Um, but I mean, I, it's funny. I still get introduced to people like, Oh yeah, this is the guy who used to be the mascot for the hurricanes. I'm like, Hey, yep. My name's George, but <laughs> that is also a fact about me. So is there a random fact about you that you would like to do to introduce yourself? Um, so yeah, it, it's one of those things of, I, you know, it, it's obviously something that'll always be a part of me and that, you know, I'll have always been a part, you know, of but at the same time. It's actually pretty cool. It's like, Oh, you like, at some point of like, Oh, that's Emma's dad. You know, like I'm not just known for the one major thing, you know, that, uh, that I've done, you know, there's the other dimensions of me that are starting to come out now. That's good. I mean, and, and like going, you're back in school. So what, uh, what's the goal for, um, uh, the education? Uh, I mean, for me, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a double thing. Um, I, I always wanted to finish, uh, but I stopped, um, Pretty much the last class I took was right before I went out with the Globe Chatters. Um, I was enrolled in school then. I got the job with Globe Chatters, pulled out of school, um, was out the Globe Chatters, came back, and soon after I got back was when I got out with the hurricane. So it's kind of one of those things of, you know, I went from one job that I wanted to another job that I wanted, and it's kind of like, well, you know, school could always wait. So, um, not this past October, the October before, I was like, you know what, I gotta, I just gotta get back in school. I've got a kid now. At some point, you know, she's gonna be talking about college, and I can sit there and say, well, I did it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. So it's kind of that, you know, personally, I just want to always finish school as well. Um, but you know, I want to be a positive role model for my kid too. It's, um, you know, one of the big things for me is, you know, how she sees me, and and again, uh, it's not necessarily you know, how you get to the end, you know, uh, the journey's, you know, just as important as, as the final goal. So, uh, I've got a completely different journey, but you know, I'm trying to just show her that, you know, everything's possible in the end. Yeah. It's about making that shift from being, you know, um, 
you know, everybody's hero or everybody's celebrity to, you know, now focusing on your daughter yeah. being, being daddy. And I think that's the hardest role it was for me. I've got, I've got three and to know that like, you don't, my wife was always on me. It's like, you don't need to be away entertaining those people. You need to be at home with your children, spending time with them. And it's not like I was not spending time with them because it's, you know, it was just like another job and everything, but I got it. I mean, how's your wife been with, um, I mean, was she supportive or was she kind of, you know, with having the child a little bit more pullbacks? Like, I think it's time for you to, to, to be a, a not, not stay at home dad, but not a one who has the most random hours known to man. You know, um, the good thing was, you know, of course it was, you know, my wife grew up, uh, right outside of Buffalo. So she actually grew up a Sabres fan. So first of all, she loved yeah. hockey. Uh. Uh, so that didn't hurt my situation. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, the whole time we dated, it's not like, you know, I got into mascotting while, you know, while we were dating. So it was something she was always used to. Um, and, you know, I was always on, you know, the, the only game that I ever missed in my career with the Hurricanes was the day my daughter was born. That's no damn um, excuse. Yeah, well, you know, tell me about it. <laughs> and it was actually, it was it was back-to-back. So we had a game the night before she was born. And if we had a got through, um, if we had a got through that day, um, she would have been born before the team came back. But, uh, you know, she's always, you know, always supportive of, supportive of it. And, um, you know, she was always around. Again, my daughter uh, was at Hurricanes games, you know, before she can remember. And she can still tell you all this stuff. Um the weird thing for with our situation, you know, we, we both knew that it was kind of time for me to go, but at the same time, one of the hardest things for both of us was, you know, how she was going to take it. Um, because she again, grew up in my locker room. Um, you know, she knew dad is being stormy and, you know, it was, you know, the funny cute thing of, I would have the head sitting over there and she'd be, you know, sitting there messing with Stormy's head and talking to dad as dad. And I put the head on and she goes, Stormy. And it was like the funny thing of, she knew that I was Stormy, but, um, you know, I put the head on and it was, dad didn't exist anymore. You know, it was Stormy. Um, so it was the weird thing of, it wasn't for us like, you know, Oh, there's more time in this and that. It was actually almost scary because, it was kind of like, we were like, are we taking our kids like best friend away? You know, like that was, it was hard for us. I mean, there literally, there were tears shed because it was like, she is not going to like see Stormy nonstop. <laughs> but how, um, I mean, it's been what, six, six months, seven months since the season started. Plus, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, how, how has it been? Um, it's, it's been good. Um, again, so my wife and my kid, they've gone to a, they've gone to a couple more games than I have. Again, I've been to like three. Um, but we go to like, we've gone to a couple watch parties so she can see stormy and and stuff like that. So, uh, she understands that I'm not stormy anymore. Um, she does know the new person who is stormy. So, um, you know, I've got the kid who knows that mascots are people. How does that um, work at Disney? It's funny, Disney, uh, she does not think about those as like random mascots. She thinks about those as like, oh no, that's Buzz. Like, that's, you know, that's Mickey. That's because, you know, she's never met any of those characters. Um, but I mean, she can tell you all our local mascots here. She can tell you the character name and she can tell you the, you know, the person who, who plays the character. She can call them both out. Um, but she'll never, you know, say the wrong thing. You know, if, if, 
you know, if it's Wooly Bull, it's Wooly Bull. Um, but yeah, with, with Disney, she's never met, you know, anybody, you know, any of the cast members, I guess I should say. Um, so for those, those are as real as can be as funny thing. And we, you and I were briefly talking about it. You guys are, you know, fans of Disney. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, so when you take your fan, you know, you, that was my biggest fear when I had kids is taking them to the park and they would panic and would not want to take pictures of the mascots. And like, how, how does how's that happen? And they all turned out great. They, my, my daughter, especially, she's never met a stranger. She'll run right up into him and give him the biggest hug. Yeah, that's the same with my daughter. Uh, she will. She runs up. She's you know saying their name. She's having a full conversation with them. We actually um, we have to hold her while she's in line so she doesn't run. <laughs> and when she finally gets to the front of the line, we let her go, and she will run up to every single one of them. Like even like you know the scarier guys from um, from Star Wars. Oh like, yeah, she runs up. Yeah, like all all the you know the bad guys in Star Wars. She will run up to them and look at them, and she goes, "Daddy, that's a bad guy." <laughs> but like we'll run up take a picture and it's like the most awkward cute thing that you know she's just chilling with you know now and i mean I, I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way but the same way your daughter is running up to these characters and you know you can see she's enjoying it and she's all you know excited think mm-hmm. about how many other people have been on the other side watching their kids run up to you oh yeah yeah I mean, you. There are people probably telling the same story about the time that their kid met Stormy, and you know, it's it's like life changing. I mean, heck, five ten years from now, we could be hearing about a mascot who said it's because I met Stormy is is why I want to do this. Yeah, I mean, and and I and I do hope you know there's that stuff. Um, you know, I've I've got to know a few different couples that I've helped get engaged at games. Um, there's kids that, you know, again, I, I had a long career with the hurricanes, you know, I had 13 years, so I literally got to see some of the younger fans grow up and, and all that. Um, there are kids that I visited in the hospitals, you know, when they were younger and, and not doing good. Um, and parents who have come up to me and said, Hey, you know, you might not remember me, but you know, X, Y, Z. Um, it was, it was one of those jobs that, you know, you, you can't, imagine how fun it is but at the same time it's rewarding in those things um you know i've i've gone to weddings and i've I've been a part of some of the you know some people's happiest days and i've i've been a part of you know some kind of more somber moments um in this last season um one of the hardest hardest appearances i ever did um was actually at a kid's house whose uh father committed suicide wow and his father was a uh, was active in the adult hockey scene and played goalie and everything. And so the Hurricanes, you know, built this bed out of Hurricanes hockey sticks. And we got him, you know, all this Hurricanes gear and, you know, like the pillow pet for Stormy and all this stuff we did for this kid, um, you know, to kind of support him and, and, you know, pick him up. And he was he was pretty young. And you know, to, to see him, like he was actually afraid of Stormy. He, he didn't want to be around me. And I remember, you know, they were trying to get shots where they kind of wanted me close to him so they could get stuff. For, and I, I remember pulling somebody aside and saying, Hey, you know, this isn't about me. You know, this, this guy is had it, had it pretty bad. You know, we're doing something for him. It, you know, it, it's not, I, I don't need to do stuff for the camera right now. You know, this is about this kid, not about, you know, what we're going to put on the video board or this and that, you know, it, it's a, beautiful story that can be told and it doesn't have to have a picture of me with me and him to tell this story. 
Um, so, I mean, you, you get to be a part of, of some incredible things, you know, again, both good and, uh, you know, things that just make you feel good as well. All right. Before I let you go, um, we got to do 20 questions. Done. So here's the beauty about 20 questions. You don't get to pass on any of them. I know you well enough that you don't, um, you don't get to pass. That's fair. So, and here's the beauty part. I'm going to be winging this one. I'm not prepared for 20 questions. I'm going to be completely winging this with it multiple. It makes you feel better. I'm not either. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at different ones from the past times we've done this. I got some more on my list. The problem is it's going to be me trying to keep track in my head of how many we've actually done. So, we're going to still do 20. So, this is going to be a, a nice little of a, a, an event. So, anybody listening... Um, yeah, you're gonna to want to stop what you're doing and pay attention because this this could get this could get <laughs> ugly quick. All right, let's do this. Um, we'll start off with question number one. Um, which favorite type of sandwich? Favorite type of sandwich. Um, you're, you're not gonna know what it is, but uh, if any uh, any of my Charlotte mascots are listening, it's gonna be at a place called Mortimer's that is right near um, where the Hornets and all that play called the pete rose in cancun uh it's pretty much like a uh french dip with uh jalapenos added and then like some uh like nacho cheese sauce but then it's uh like it's pressed so it's a pressed sandwich got the au and all that amazing mortimer's charlotte uptown next question Wow, um, I think like they should have to pay me for some sponsorship there. Holy crap! Pretty delicious. Pretty All delicious. right, would you dress and drag for twenty five dollars? Uh, no. Um, what's your favorite band or singer? Ooh, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go Darius Rucker right now. Okay, who would play yeah. you in a movie based on your life? Could it be a movie where I play myself? Well, that's kind of lameo. I'm just saying. I mean, like, I no, really it's got n- no, no, you wouldn't. You, it's got to be a, like a somebody. Ooh, um, it would take a whole lot of makeup, um, but I'd probably say um, my uh, my buddy Winslow, who uh, was my handler for a lot of years, and uh, I mean one of my best friends in the world. So uh, probably him. It just kind of hurts that you know I'm a black dude. He's a white dude. A lot of makeup. I was about to say, can can he do that? I mean, if it's in a movie like White Chicks, nobody got mad at that. So we're just gonna go with it's okay. Okay, is pizza a breakfast food? Yes. What is your favorite board game? Oh, I really don't like board games. Um, <laughs> I really don't. Um, and you can ask my wife. My I hate board games. But I will have to go with the... I will, I'll go sorry, though. If i got to play something, it's got to be sorry. Okay. If you were in the witness protection program, what would your new name be? Ooh. Um, ooh. Good. That's... So random. I, Willis had a great answer. I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah, that's that's. Well, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Willis. Um, like, oh God, um, I, I'd have to go with you know the great Geico commercial of Bob We Ought a Baby It's a Boy, just because it's, you know just because it's a great name. That's a great name. All right. Um, <laughs> if you want a million dollars, what would be the first thing you'd uh spe- you'd buy? Um, my wife would kill me, but it'd be a motorcycle. All right. What is your favorite smell? My favorite smell is vanilla. Okay. What is your least favorite smell? Poop. All right. I got uh, a, I got a, I got a kid. A lot of diapers I've gone through in my life. So and and not even like adult poop. 
kid poop. What is your dream vacation spot? Dream vacation spot. Um, it's most cool place I've ever been in my life. Uh, back in the Harlem Globetrotter days when I got to go to Australia, I could not found anywhere in the world that was more fun than Australia and, and more awesome. So easily Australia. Awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, if you could live inside any Disney movie, which one would it be? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be. Oh my goodness! I I uh, got the rock. Uh, Moana. It's got to be Moana. Okay. Um, what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> That's a great song. I don't care if that comes on my iPod. I'm listening to it. Yeah, you can't skip that. And then, okay, who's your who is your first celebrity crush? God, um, first celebrity crush probably like hard hard uh, crush would be Beyonce back when she did. Um, the movie uh, when she was in gold, uh, gold member. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Staying on that same line with celebrity, um, uh, who's the most famous person you've ever met? Ooh, as George or ever. Who? Well, I was going to say is like myself or like in character. Um, either way, well, you know, um, since, since we'll do it where I met him uh, both ways, and, and I you know, said he's one of my favorite artists, I'll go Darius Rucker. Okay, because I remember yeah. that was one of the things that when I first met you, the, we were just, yeah, I forgot where we were, just chit-chatting, and it, somehow it came up about famous people being in your phone. I'm like, get out of here, yeah. and you started rolling through all the celebrity names in your phone. I'm like, get the hell out of here, and you called one oh, of them. Yeah. Uh, I you... know I got, it might have been P. Pablo at that point. It might have been, but you remember you called one, I was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, hey, I still remember when you let me wear your Stanley Cup ring, like try it on. That was one of the coolest things ever. Sitting right behind me right now, just saying. I'm a, a fanboy every once in a while. Anyway, um, what's a TV show that you secretly enjoy? Secretly enjoy? Um, that would be uh, The Blacklist. Okay, not sure. I, I'm not familiar with that show. So oh, is, is, is pretty it awesome. I mean, and you don't have to really say secretly. I mean, I could say like Survivor too because I don't really like or I didn't like Survivor, but I watch with my wife, so now I do like it. So it's it's either it's either one of two. Okay. Um, what would be your go to song if you had to uh, audition for American Idol? American Idol audition song. Um, who? 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 I might go wagon wheel just to make it easy. Ooh. Wagon wheel, Darius Rucker style. I mean, I'm just going to stay with the theme here. I heard that for the first time at my sister-in-law's wedding. It was the final song they played, and I've been hooked on that song since. Great song. There you go. Great song. Especially with the banjo kicks in. Anyway, um, do you own a Bare Naked Lady CD? I do not. What is the worst concert you've ever been to? Oh, that would be um, Britney Spears with DJ Polly D opening up. <laughs> Holy crap. Terrible. Did, uh, did, this isn't one of the questions, but did you pay for that show? God, no. Okay. Um, Luckily, I didn't. Since I know you're a uh, Disney World fan, what's your favorite ride at Disney? Favorite ride at Disney? Um, I like the uh, the Toy Story game ride. I like that one. Uh, that'd be on the game side. The Toy Story Mania? Yeah, Toy Story Mania sounds right. Yep. Um, and and then for uh, for the little person, I actually like getting on It's a Small World just because my kid like loves it so much. Okay. And she's teeny, so she like rocks her head like she's one of the puppets, so it's really awesome, too. <laughs> All right, and staying in the same category, um, for the final question, we hit 20. What is, at Disney, what is the longest you've ever waited in line, and what was it for? 
Longest was going to be for uh, the Frozen ride that used to be the the sh- the boat. The Maelstrom. Uh, yeah, so the Frozen ride. I, I think we didn't have a fast pass for that, but the beautiful thing was is it was an Epcot, so we we had daiquiris that were drinking while we we're in line, so it was okay. So what do you what do you think about two hours? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. Yeah, we wouldn't. We've waited uh, not that long for that ride. We've only ever done it with a fast pass because it's man, my back hurt after that ride. That, that it's a rough ride. And it's not. But it's the best, and it's it's probably hands down some of the best animatronics in the entire park. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you just gotta let it go, and you'll be right. Really? Can't hold it back anymore. God, this guy. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so yeah, that's that's just, that's our twenty questions. Um. We've reached, we've done past an hour. I knew we were going to end up passing an hour. Um, but no, um, definitely like having you on. Anytime you come up with a concept or an idea, you know, just I, I'll find a way to get you on. We'll get John involved next time, too. Um, could be like our magical third person. Yeah, he just like, didn't want to talk to me this time. It's okay. It, it, John, John's weird he, that way. He's mad because earlier when you were talking about the stalker, you're talking about him. I didn't want to put that out there. <laughs> Well, like it used to be, there were three of you when you first started, right? When yes. The first time you guys had me on, yeah. So we had Vicky, and then we had uh, Morgan, and then we decided we didn't need a girl with a funny accent interrupting us. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Actually, no, it was it. It, it kind of boiled down to just him and I, and scheduling has always been hard for both of us, and to add a third body in it made it even worse, especially with you know with everything he's got going on, with everything I've got going on. To add a third person, just be, just we thought about it. It would, it would just be a logistical nightmare to try to continue it. Because I'll text him and go, "Hey, you want a podcast tonight at your house?" He's like, "Yeah," or "You want to do it at my house?" Because we can both we can now do the podcast pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. and that that makes life so much easier. Because um, I've got space here at the new house that you know is where it's kind of a quiet with my, space with my swimming pool. Yeah, I, I was actually power washing the deck today because I got to paint it soon. Because if you know, so I just had, I had kinda, to call you out on that one. Hey, now, um, but yeah, I just think that um, you know, it just it, we just became just a, a point where I think we needed to get the content out when it was relevant, and and we didn't need to be like, okay, every Tuesday we're gonna meet because then the third Tuesday somebody couldn't be here or something was happening, somebody had to work late, somebody, and it just became throw through everything off, you know, and John and I can rely on each other. Fair enough. So I mean that's kind of how it is, but uh, I know you said you're coming through in July for Disney. You're going to be past. Yep. You got to be past New Jacksonville. Now you guys are driving, right? We are driving. So yeah, assuming that I will be in town, I don't even. Uh, Celebrity mascot games are they that week? I honestly don't know. Because <laughs> I can tell you this, I did the last time, the first year, because I I got I got excommunicated from the mascot games. Um, I call it that. It's probably I just. It's, Nobody cared about Ozzy compared to you know when you got you know all the big boys from all over the world uh, over the country coming in. Um, I cared about Ozzy. I see. I appreciate that. You were one of the few. That's why you and I got along so well. I just think that you were like a lot of the other guys were like too busy, you know, playing grab ass with each other, and you know, you and I just kind of chit chatted, went out to a bar or two here and there, and just kind of hung out. And you always did. You were always again one of those characters that made me laugh in costume, like legitimately. I appreciate that. That mean that means yeah. more than I think you know. Yeah, you, you always had me laughing. So, and then you, uh, you and the worm. There were just things that uh, there were parts about your character that always like I kind of wish I could do that. Like I, I tried to learn the worm, and it turned out to be just some beached whale looking thing. 
It's like a it's like a push up with a kick. You see, you lost me at the push up part. It might as well just say it's a pull up too, because I couldn't do that either. Fair enough. Fair enough. And fair uh, enough. just it's just I remember at the mascot games, everybody doing their intro, and then you're you know tripping it into the worm. And then I'm like, I see that, and like, oh, what the hell am I gonna do? I was like, I can't do that. I'm just gonna have to walk out there and act stupid. I'm like, damn it. It's you know it, it's when you it's one of those cases when you know you're out of your league, you're trying your best, or you're seeing everybody around you, and it's that one moment you're like, man, I can do this, and then you're around guys who are actually doing it, and you're like, yeah, maybe I can't. Dude, the thing is, I I, I think you you're like downplaying how good you are. You're you're a very good performer. I'm sure. I mean, if you still get in suit, you're a very good performer. Like, yeah, that's because I I, I work now for a company that, you know, basically like, how much can you do for how little? And they, you know, it's like, oh, you've mascot it before. Oh, let's build a mascot, and then just, you know, based around that. That's kind of what it turned into being. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I tried. I'm, I'm too, I'm too beat up. My knees, and now my Achilles tendon. I've got like a Achilles tendonitis, which is fun to say. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's painful. Like I'm fine during the game when everything's, you know, loosened up and you know, and and warm. But mm-hmm. as soon as it cools down, especially in hockey. Um, I loved I loved being a mascot in hockey, but it got to the point where I I didn't trust the team. Um, they were making some odd decisions that I I couldn't be a part of, and I was already had a foot out the door anyway. I'm like, I I don't want to ever I don't want it ever to be a job. I want to have fun, and yeah. it just it wasn't fun anymore. And then you know that's why I got out from that thing. And I was in a costume that was at any point you moved the wrong way and it was going to just fall off. It was but you know awful. You suit. know what you got to do though. And it was, it's one of the things that I tell people that I would miss the most is going onto a fresh sheet of ice, the first pair of skates on, on a fresh sheet of ice. Like I was on NHL ice, the first pair of skates on there and just feeling how smooth it was mm-hmm. and being at center ice with like just the crowd completely around you. That's one of the things that I'll miss the most. Now are you fresh still, sheet of ice. speaking of hockey, are you still beer league in it? Uh, I haven't in a bit. Uh, I'm going to try to get back into it now. Yeah, I've been trying to get back, and I've been playing a little bit of a stick and puck. You know, it's like a little yeah. noontime thing they do around here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because it ain't stick and puck. It's guys in full gear out there, you know, oh, yeah. trying to play games. I'm like, I don't want to play. I just want to get see if I can skate still. Yeah. But, uh, just want to skate and just shoot a little bit. I'm telling you, this summer, we're going to have to find time where I, I'm going to come up. Me and John are just, I'll come up. You got a boat. I don't have a boat. Um, okay, so we're gonna take the boat trip we always talk about. Yeah, you always talk about taking me on a boat, and uh, hopefully it's not where you're gonna make me rub the lotion on the skin. That's what I'm just hoping. No. You sure? No, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, Promise. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know if I want to go on that boat trip now. Well, uh, if that's what you want out of it, I'm not sure if I want you to go on it either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George, man, I appreciate you coming on. We, uh, I'm sure everybody listening, you know, gets a lot out of your your background and your your knowledge. So uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on. And um, we're definitely going to catch up um, again. Sounds good, brother. Good. Uh, thanks for having me on, and I uh, I had fun. All right, man. Take it easy. You too, bud.